On this episode of Code 3, I pull back the curtain a bit and give you a look behind the scenes at Code 3 as I celebrate our 100th episode. Join me. Enchanted Sky Media. Media. This is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. Well, hello and welcome to Code 3. If you're here for this show, you're in for a different kind of show. This is the 100th episode of Code 3, so I thought I'd take an episode and reminisce a bit, if you'll indulge me. If not, come back for the next show when I'll have another interview. And yeah, I know there are more than 100 episodes listed in iTunes. Some were promos, some were specials that I didn't count. Deal with it. So 100 episodes ago, here's the way I started this podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. Thank you for joining me on this, the premiere episode of Code 3, the podcast for firefighters. I hope you'll enjoy listening to members of the fire service talk about their concerns, what their jobs are like, and how they do things at their departments. Not very exciting, was it? But I was at least doing a weekly show, which for someone with my voice was a big deal all by itself. As I say at the top of the show, I have Parkinson's disease. Thanks to implanted deep brain stimulators, I don't really have tremors anymore, but I still have other troubles, like coordination and balance problems, and my voice. But I wanted to keep doing Code 3, so I asked podcasting guru Dave Jackson to review my show. Here's what he had to say about my voice. I'm not sure what to say here about your voice. Because on one hand, like I say, it, it's not, I always say the problem is, let's, let's go with audio quality. If the audio quality is distracting from, from what people are saying to how it's being said, right? So if I have to listen through underwater bacon frying, that's, that's, if that's your audio quality, that's not going to work. So does your voice distract? No. And here's what I'm torn on. Once I get used to, and I'm just going to refer to it as an accent. You have a certain accent when you speak. And for the record, there are a lot of people that don't have radio voices. You know, Dr. Dave, Dr. Dave from Shrink Rack Radio. Hello and welcome to Shrink. He has a very hoarse. He sounds like he's, yeah. And then you got Todd Cochran from uh, Geek News Central, right? Hello, huh? Uh, you know, these these are people that don't have your typical deep radio voice guy. So that's okay. Uh, and so what I'm figuring out is, do you, do you mention this to your listeners? And I don't think you do. I don't want to go, hi, I'm Scott or I have Parkinson's. That's a weird way to start a show. Okay. I was left feeling good, but I was unsure about what to do. Then Dave played a clip of my show on his weekend show as the podcast coach and co-host Jim Collison said this. You know, to be honest, after listening to that, if you speed it up a little bit and after listening to that for a couple podcasts, you probably stop hearing anything that that's in no. there. And you just you go for the content. 
Well, after I heard that, I did a little segment to demonstrate what my voice would sound like if you sped it up. The technology found in cars today is a little scary, and I'm not talking about self-driving cars. When you I, I think I might, scene, you need to for be him, sure the I, I might off. make a little, in the first 15 seconds, say, uh, you know, uh, hey, I've got, yes, and yes, I have Parkinson's. And to to celebrate that, not to make it an excuse, right? but to celebrate that early as people are listening. Then I thought about what Jim said, and that's where I got this. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Later, I asked podcast town coach Eric K. Johnson for a critique, and here was one of his ideas. What I'd like to see at the beginning of the show is maybe a little more setup. You talk about Code 3 being a podcast for firefighters or something like that, and that's basically it. And you and you're I don't really get a sense of what the show is about or what the purpose of the show is. I know it's for firefighters, but are we talking everything firefighting? Are we trying to um, live in a firefighter's world? Are we trying to make their world better? Are we trying to give them tools to make their job easier? Are we trying to, to give them ideas? I'm, I'm not sure what the show is about in in the sense of the overall podcast and that's where this came from this is the show for and about firefighters we are informing and entertaining members of the fire service just like you from coast to coast so meanwhile i was plugging along getting some really cool guests and i won't name names because i wouldn't want to slide anyone well okay i'll name one name the most intimidating guest by far was the late Alan Brunacini. I interviewed him just weeks before he passed away. I'd been trying to get him to do the show, and one Sunday out of the blue he called me and he said, How about now? I was totally unprepared, but I couldn't let him get away. So I turned everything on, hit record, and asked possibly the lamest first question ever. Well, it's been about 10 years since you've retired from the Phoenix Fire Department. What have you been doing? Yeah, yeah, right at 10 years. Did you... I'm doing fine. I'm still uh, very busy. I'm uh, still writing. I'm still teaching. I think last year I did uh, almost 40 seminars, so I'm moving around, and uh, it's always fun. I don't think that was even actually a question. But Bruno was gracious, and the interview got pretty good after that. At least I thought so. My first fan was an 11-year-old who started his own podcast called The Fire Rescue Show. Jared was kind enough to invite me to be on his show. What do you enjoy most about podcasting? Well, I think the thing that's the most fun for me is meeting the people and learning about them. Jared does very good work. For Christmas 2017, I assembled three firefighters from my area to watch and critique an old episode of the Emergency TV show. I got a battalion chief who grew up with the show, like me, a probie in her 20s who really knew nothing about it, and a fire chief to watch and react. Yeah, now the directed rescue here was... No SCBAs is interesting. No SCBAs, no helmets, but on the way to the call, they had helmets on. They thought it was safer in case of an accident. Don't get any ideas, Chief. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think they thought it made good TV. Kayleen, just remember, if I see you in pulling any of this 
<laughs> on the fire ground, we're going to have a conversation. Come on. <laughs> There's more, and I even produced a video. It's at Code3Podcast.com slash emergency if you want to see it. In March 2018, we took the show on the road and did live podcasts from Firehouse World in San Diego. That was exhausting, but fun. My wife, Rhonda, who does her own podcast, Bullying Life and Stuff, at BullyingLifeAndStuff.com, co-hosted the shows with me. It was another day of being privileged to sit in on several great talks today and meet some amazing, amazing speakers. It was an interesting experience. We learned that hotel Wi-Fi is not the most reliable source for Wi-Fi when you're doing a live show, but they were still pretty good. Firehouse World is where I saw Kurt Isaacson. Now, I'd had Kurt on before, but live, he was a whole different presenter. Take a listen. I pull up. It's a good room fire to stretch the line. Now, watch what a boss does. These guys probably got about 22 years. He stops right here. He's stopping right here. He's masking up. His firefighters are stretching. Why is he masking up right here? What's he doing with 27 years? Is he sizing up the house? He's looking at what the windows are, where the bedrooms are. When he goes in, even though he has a thermal imager, he wants to know occupiable, survivable space. He's seeing what they're doing. That line stretch. Somebody's going around the back of the house. It's a small little ranch. Let's see what's happening. The line's being charged. Now watch real close when he flows this line. What he does. Fire's making out that bedroom, kind of jumping up into the uh, eaves there. It's working that little modified kind of like gable. What is he doing? Does everybody see the nozzle? What is the nozzle? It's cracked. Why is it cracked? He's he's neat on it, just like Timmy Clack taught me 27 years ago. And we taught our whole job. Tim actually taught all our guys back in the, uh, probably 15 years ago. Man, he makes Tony Robbins sound half asleep. What energy. In April, we got our first sponsor, Federal Resources. Here's their spot. Every day, you put your life on the line to protect our families, friends, communities, cities, and our nation. Federal Resources knows the dangers you encounter daily. Whether it's fire, hazmat, or the more recent opioid threats, we're here to support you, protect you, and help train you for your next mission. You're looking out for everyone else. Let us look out for you. Federalresources.com We are very thankful to have them on board. So now we're doing two shows a week. It's twice as much fun, and I love talking with the guests we have. If you have any questions about Code 3, go to the website and email me, Code3Podcast.com. And as I say at the end of every show, all right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more. And here's to a long run of this show. If you like it, tell a friend to listen to. I'm Scott Orrin. Until next time, I'll see you later. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To get in contact with us, visit Code3Podcast.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should. Don't miss an episode. Find us at the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.